are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. Here's what I have on tap for you today. We've got to talk Carolina versus Louisville. The women's basketball team traveled to Kentucky in an interesting matchup for the Tar Heels. They started out pretty rough, got even rougher, but the girls battled back, and it just proved that there is no quit in this Carolina Tar Heel team. So we've got to just recap, figure out where we're going, who we got up next, how can we bounce back, all of those good things. And finally, again, As I mentioned yesterday, for some of you who missed it, the 2021 football schedule was released. So I'll recap that for you guys. And we'll take a look at the week ahead when it comes to basketball, how we can prepare for the Tar Heels get. Keep this winning track rolling. So let's jump right into it. Happy Friday. I hope you're having a great start to your day. If you're just listening, if you're listening on the back end, you made it. You made it to the weekend. All those good things. So be happy. You're healthy. You're here. You know, you're doing Everything you can to survive a pandemic. I mean, that's just the nuts and bolts of it, right? But let's talk about how UNC came into the game against Louisville. Talking about women's basketball, just in case you're getting confused. <laughs> UNC came into the game 8-5 and five overall and 3-5 and five in ACC play after winning against Notre Dame. The Cardinals, who are ranked number one, had some close calls. You know, they took down and beat Wake Forest by two points, but... They were certainly trying to prove a point last night. They were one of the only undefeated teams in the top 25. They were one of three. But as we know, if you keep up with women's college hoops, Connecticut dropped a game to Arkansas thanks to Chelsea Dungy's amazing point uh, game last night. NC State also dropped a game, and it just that's what basketball is this year, right? So Louisville stands alone in being undefeated. NC State with was without key players, so it all makes sense, but at the end of the day, we keep rolling, right? The game for Carolina and Louisville was originally scheduled for December 13th, but was postponed to January 5th and then postponed again until last night. Louisville has led the all-time series 7-3 to and has won the last seven in a row, including six meetings in ACC regular season play and one in 2015 ACC tournament. UNC's three wins in the series came at neutral sites. The Tar Heels have never won at Louisville, and it did not start last night. Just want you guys to already get (laughs) the end of the story. Don't want to bury anybody's lead, but we are hoping to see more improvement as we go. So let's recap the game, right? Carolina fell 79-68 Thursday night, last night, to the Louisville Cardinals in a very key ACC basketball matchup. Carolina trailed by as many as 32 points, but cut the margin to single digits with like one minute left to play before falling by 11. So let's start there. Carolina was getting the dog smack kicked out of them. Like it was just bad. I'm not going to lie to you. We're going to have an honesty hour here because we keep it real on this show. I turned. Okay. (laughs) I started the game and I was like, all right, heels are down by 10. It's cool. You know, game of runs. We always have the opportunity to get back in the game. But it got ugly. 
And I said, well, you know what? Let me just go check on the NBA. Let's just go see what's going down. And then I saw tweets like, oh, Carolina's only down by nine with one minute left. And I'm like, well, damn. Of course, when I turn, y'all finally start to get it together. But that's usually how it goes when I back when I was just strictly a fan of Carolina athletics. I would have to go do other things, and they seemed to get it together. And that became kind of like my jinx. Whenever they started to do bad, I was like, all right, let me go do something. So maybe when I come back, it's that old sports athlete kind of, you know, you feel like you have to have a rhythm for things to go right. But Carolina was getting their butt kicked, turned the channel, came back, a minute left. And I was like, all right, Heels, if anything, we need some three-pointers. We need something. And it's hard to me always. I don't know how these women and men do it when you're shooting under pressure, when you're shooting, when you're shooting out of desperation. And I felt like a lot of the shots when the last minute to play were shots of desperation, just trying to crawl back in, trying to fight their way in. They weren't really well executed, but I, again, I get it, right? You're so, you so want to be in a game with the number one team in the country that you're like almost forcing it. And when you're not natural playing your game, it always it just never really bodes well, right? And that's exactly what happened to the Tar Heels. The undefeated Cardinals improved to 16-0 overall and 9-0 in ACC play, while the Tar Heels fell to 8-6, 3-6 in the ACC. UNC now looks ahead to another road matchup as we're going to Virginia Tech. So back trying to beat some Hokies on Sunday. The game time will be at 4 p.m. and we'll be broadcast on the ACC network. But there are good things, right? There are good things to highlight <laughs> about, you know, a struggling performance still. We always got an opportunity to, you know, make sure we give due to people who did well. Graduate guard Petra Holsinska scored a season-high 26 points to lead the Tar Heels with her second 20-point game in a row. We remember she had 24 on last Sunday against Notre Dame, she was doing the damn thing. She was 5 for 10 from three-point range and 10 for 17 overall. Let's also highlight the fact that Janelle Bailey was in foul trouble, picked up her fifth with one minute and 10 seconds to play, finished with 11 points and seven rebounds. I will say, though, my person who was given energy change was graduate guard Stephanie Watts as you know she's returned back to Carolina had 10 points while freshman Alyssa Utsby finished with eight points in a team high 10 rebounds so again just from my observation I have not watched every single game from the women's team but I believe that the girls were just flustered I mean yes you show heart it is commendable to get back into games and that's something we keep our head about but I could tell the last couple minutes you just were getting too out of you know out of sorts about how to play your game in order to chip away what already was an almost insurmountable which actually was insurmountable lead (laughs) Louisville shot a blistering 66 percent from the field in the first quarter to take a 30 to 16 lead in 10 minutes by halftime the Cardinals had stretched the advantage to 25 leading 55 to 30. It marked the highest total the Tar Heels have allowed in a half this year and included eight for 14 three-point shooting by the home team. So learning how to defend the three, that is also a problem that the men have. So, you know, just in case anybody was wondering, well, oh, like women's basketball is different. No, the men don't know how to defend the three either. Okay, period. Now the Cardinals continue to extend their lead in the third corner, eventually giving up by 32 with two minutes and 52 seconds to play in the period. But the Tar Heels did not fold, mounting an 11-4 run to end the quarter and making a 71-46 heading into the fourth. Now you see why I turned, right? 71-46. 
I looked on ESPN app and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Sometimes all the hype that I was giving yesterday, I'm just going to have several seats. <laughs> and that's that on that. But UNC opened up the final quarter with a 14-0 run to close the gap to 11 points. 71-60 on a layup by Kennedy Todd Williams with 4.43 to play in the game. Petra hit a three-pointer with 1 minute 56 to play to make it single digits. The Tar Heels drew within eight on a free throw by Janelle Bailey with 1.18 left to play. But that was all said and done. I think the Louisville... You know, bench, of course, coach probably lit them up a little bit. Like, how could you let a team get back in after you're dominating them by 30? Probably slept, fell asleep at the wheel. Got it all together and eventually, you know, sealed the deal. Coach Courtney Banghart said, I really liked what this team is becoming. There's no quit in this group. It honestly wasn't that we played poorly. It was that they shot, really shot the lights out to start the game. It's something that happens very rarely in season in uh very rarely in a season our guys took the punch and then we started punching back if you take the first quarter out of the game it's a very good basketball game for both teams so sometimes it's just not your night we if you are an ACC basketball head you remember games like NC State and FSU this past year where FSU literally shot from 70 percent on the night haven't shot like that since but sometimes you just have nights where all right, you're showing your pro potential. <laughs> and certainly you had Louisville Cardinals showing their pro potential last night against the Tar Heels. But all in all, a pleasing performance. Again, Petra had 26 points. Janelle Bailey with 11. Stephanie Watts had 10. And Alyssa Utsby with 8. They're scoring leaders. Carolina battled its way back and held Louisville to only 8 points in the fourth quarter. Things to keep your head up about, right? Field goal percentage. It was an evenly matched game. Carolina had 44, while Louisville had 46% on the night from 3. Again, Petra was doing her thing. 42% on the night, while Louisville only had 46 when it came to free throws. Carolina could definitely get better by that with 71%, while Louisville had 87. Can you imagine if they had 90% of their free throws made? Maybe it would have been an even closer game, right? Rebounds, it was even, 35-34. Turnovers, though, Carolina had 10, while Louisville had 6. At the end of the day, right, what do you say about this team? Coach Banghart is doing you know, the necessary changes that Carolina women's basketball has needed for quite some time, trying to get back on that, you know, ACC stage where you're in conversations. You have girls who are teams, rather, who are certainly dominating with Louisville and NC States of the world, but there's room, right? There's room for the heels to get into that conversation. It's just going to take a little bit of time. This year is certainly going to be a different year. It's difficult. We're all trying to make it through. But I think if Carolina really figures out how to fine-tune and sharpen up some of their mental mistakes and just to better defend, right, the three and all the like, they could be in rumbling in that ACC tournament conversation. They could upset some people. They could, you know, interfere with some people's goals come into season. So we got to just keep our head about us, you know, stay positive. There are good things on the horizon for the squad. And I think that at the end of the day, we can certainly bet on these girls to dominate their next game in Virginia Tech. We're going to feel good about it. We're going to throw it out in the universe that they're going to win. And if you feel like betting, right, if you feel like going ahead and throwing some money out there, you're feeling lucky these days, there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 
50% welcome bonus. You can't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Now, as I mentioned, Carolina's 2021 football schedule has officially been released. We talked about it in depth last night, but, you know, it bears repeating that Carolina is ready and set to do big things. You had all night to think about it, and I want to know, at Locked on Heels, what do you feel like Carolina's final season record will be? They play 12 games. I think they'll drop one or two, right, because that's Carolina. However. Everyone keeps trying to convince me that this is a new team, a new wave, all that good stuff, yada, yada, yada. So I just want to know. I want to know how y'all feel. Do you think it's going to be a 12-0 season? I said we were going to go 11-0 last year, but they tricked me with some FSU Virginia losses. However, I well, let me be honest. I knew we were going to lose Notre Dame, but you might as well go ahead because why not? It was 2020. It was a pandemic. Just shoot, you know, throw anything that sticks kind of energy. So there was that. But Carolina will host – seven home games and play five road games as the ACC announced their schedule yesterday, right? Carolina opens the road on the road with league rival Virginia Tech. I talked about that a lot on Twitter yesterday. If you're going to go big, go harder in the paint, okay, Waka Flocka style, if you are going to go out and dominate early, you might as well make a statement. No NC State. <laughs> you might as well figure out who you are as a team. All the work you put in come spring. Let's see how it's going to pan out September 2nd or 3rd. Labor Day weekend. Labor. Let's see all the labor that you're putting in, all the work that you've been grinding for, all the hype that surrounded this team. You know, all the glitz and glamour is cool, but can you actually produce? We know we've lost running backs coach. We've lost Javante Williams. We've lost Michael Carter. You know, we've lost Deami Brown. But there are plenty of people still back, as we saw in the Texas A&M, you know, Orange Bowl scenario, where we feel confident that we're going to be just as good, if not better, because especially how our defense produced in that game. So Carolina will open up on the road against Virginia Tech, and then their first home game of the season comes Saturday, September 11th, when they host Georgia State out of the Sun Belt. Then they'll get to host Virginia Saturday, September 18th, before heading back on the road at Virginia, Georgia Tech, excuse me, on September 25th. The Heels then set up for an entire, nearly an entire month at home, right, back in Keenan. Carolina will play three consecutive home conference games for the first time since 2005 when they get Duke on October 2nd, Florida State on October 9th, and Miami on October 16th. Going back to, uh, <laughs> excuse me, after an open date, UNC visits Notre Dame. And I was thinking about going back, back to Cali, but it wasn't Cali. I was, you know, I had a moment. It was back, going back, back to Indy. So, you know, sometimes I get weird in my head, but here we are. 
<laughs> there's that. So October 30th, Carolina will play the Fighting Irish. It'll be a revenge game, right? It'll be Sam Howell trying to figure out not how not to get shut down in the second half of a game. <laughs> It'll be a defensive opportunity not to go to sleep in the second half. And you know, as perfect as we want them to be and how, you know, they're still falling asleep during certain quarters. So there is room for improvement. Now, November alternatives between – Alternates between home and away games to wrap up the regular season. Carolina will host a non-conference game against Wake Forest on November 6th and close out the home schedule with Wofford on November 20th. Then the final two ACC games are on the road at Pitt on November 11th and at NC State the day after Thanksgiving. So your belly will be full and then you'll get some Carolina football on the way. It's a beautiful day. Trying to tell you, I feel like good things are on the horizon for both UNC and NC State. So I'm excited because we always end that, you know, year or end the regular season and hopefully it won't we'll already know we're going to a bowl and all that good stuff. We're playing for bigger, right? Used to be, you know, I remember the day <laughs> when playing NC State was can we get into a bowl or not? And now we're actually talking, we've already played in the year six bowl, but we're trying to get in the college football playoff conversation. So you gotta love the growth right? You got to love the growth of Carolina. There's a couple games that I want to note though, right? Again, I mentioned how Virginia Tech is going to be a doozy out the gate, but that Florida State game, the Seminoles make their first visit to Chapel Hill since 2009. Carolina has not, Mac Brown rather, has not beaten Florida State ever as a UNC coach. It'll be a great opportunity especially it's like a nut up or shut up to have a revenge game there. Notre Dame would be a great revenge game, right? As I mentioned, and then Wake Forest, it was a battle, right? Shouldn't have been, and yet still was a battle this past season, putting up one of the, some of the highest offensive numbers we saw all year for the Tar Heels defense, allowing some of the highest numbers we saw all year for the Tar Heels. So I think that'll be a great opportunity to really just, Shut it down. Let everybody know Carolina's here, right? They are making their case for being one of the top teams in the country. I'm sure Pitt is always a little chippy, right? It's always a chippy game for whatever reason. I'm, you know, keep that those thoughts and negative sentiments to myself. But if Carolina can just make their way through that, I think it should be good. And, and again, finally ending with the NC State game. Not even worried about whether or not we're getting into a bowl because that's there. <laughs> that's already been discussed and decided by that time. But great opportunities for Carolina to be 12-0 if it wants to. I know they will drop a game because I know Carolina football, and I refuse to buy what they're selling just yet. I refuse because every time you get your heart set on Carolina being a dominant team or you know they can walk with a certain swag, they drop dumb games. Dropping a game like Virginia where they literally – we're like what two and seven on the year like two and eight like it just it was it didn't make no damn sense how Virginia was able to pull off the win against a team that says they should be in the college football playoff conversation right it was very humbling and I think the humility got to stay for the Tar Heels because as soon as you feel like you're too good let me let me bring you back down to earth 
You're going to drop one of them. You're going to drop a Wofford game, right? You're going to drop a Georgia State game. So it was nice to see Carolina this year, I will say, though, dominate a Western Carolina game, able to play some of your young guys and see what they're about. So I will say the progress is there where you beat teams you're supposed to. Now I feel like we've elevated who we're supposed to beat, right? We've elevated thinking like, oh, it'll be a tough Wake Forest game. It'll be a tough Virginia Tech game. I hope we elevate it to where it's like those are winnable games every single time, right? Carolina has proven themselves worthy every single time. So we going to see. We certainly going to see, child, because, again, I'm not – I don't want to overhype it. I don't want to be all in. I was all in on 2020. Y'all let me down. I was I was gassing up. And then y'all just said, okay, Candace, we'll have several. So all I'm going to say is – and I was saying that facetiously back then, but still. It was 2020. Why not? Everything else crazy was happening. I do believe Carolina is going to be 10-2. and two. I hope that's enough to get in the college football playoff conversation. Strength of schedule has me a little worried about it. So I think that they're going to have to be 12-0 in order to get in. <laughs> but we'll see. You know, only time will tell. And they're certainly going to have to beat teams. Unless they dominate teams and drop one a close one, then maybe we can talk going 11-1. and But all things pending that we get all uh, 12 games in and all that good stuff because we still have those COVID asterisk about the season, which is crazy. But I certainly digress on that one. So there's that. Hope they are prepared. We'll certainly keep it rolling. Always appreciate you guys listening for that coverage. But if you want to ensure that you have the strength to withstand yet another Carolina football season, I'm going to need you to get right with me with Built Bar, right? Leaning on Built Bar has been one of the best decisions I've made because it's the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED ON and you'll get 20% off your next order. 2020 is thankfully over. It's time for a fresh start with a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball and football and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get podcasts. Now, as we look ahead, the week, as I said, UNC women play on Sunday versus Virginia Tech. They are bouncing back from a tough game against Louisville, but they showed heart and promise. Now, can they finish? That is going to be something that we look for in Carolina's matchup there. Can they finish a game? Can they not let the lead get outrageous? Can they battle back? Can they be great defensively? So keep your eyes peeled on that and those three keys to victory as we look forward to discussing that on Monday's show. Also, Carolina basketball on the men's side, they've gotten a little bit of a break here, right? A long five-day stretch with, I'm hoping they're playing a lot of pickup games. I hope we got some uh, alum coming back, giving them a challenge and test, because I don't like Carolina having a lot of time out. They need to keep the momentum rolling. We don't want them to fall asleep at the wheel. Live action ball is always better than practice. We know that. But UNC will travel to Clemson to take on the Tigers Tuesday at 7 p.m. on the ACC Network. So we look forward to that. I don't. Let me go back saying Virginia Tech game for the women is at 4 p.m. 
on the ACC Network as well if you're trying to tune in. So all about the ACC Network there. We are here to support these Tar Heels, and we are going to keep the ball rolling as we prep for yet another great season in the spring. We are almost to February. February goes like that. We've got the Duke game next Saturday. It's going to be a good one because you always know it doesn't matter up or down. Somebody plays with a lot of heart, (laughs) both teams, really, when it comes to the UNC-Duke rivalry. So we'll get that for you. You'll have a couple conversations with some folks and maybe relive some of the greatest basketball uh, rivalry moments that we've seen from the squad. So stick around for that. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Stay smart and safe out here. We got a little bit of snow here in North Carolina for like a blink now said it's going to be snowy. It also said it's going to snow again on Sunday. So we'll keep our eyes open because I, I can do some snow, but like I want snow that I can see from the outside, right? I don't have to go out there. But just some snow I can enjoy, right, in the comfort of my home that lasts a little bit longer than a day, right? We started out on a, what, Wednesday with snow. We woke up to snow on Thursday, and then it was gone by Thursday afternoon. So I would love it if we could get some long-standing snow, but we'll see. It's been a real warm out here. I'm talking about the weather going on around, but it's all because I love talking to you guys every single day. So there's that. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Please wear your mask, wash your hands, all that good stuff. You know, play some inside games with your family. (laughs) Let's stay safe until this thing passes us by, right? We are going to end here, and I just want you guys to know that is always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.